Hi there, this is Anne Ajadi with you and and this is a walk with me series. Um I think I might just give this one another subtitle, which will be the Dear Diary kind of stuff. And I would I'd explain that in a bit. In the meantime, how are you doing? What's your life? Um I haven't been here in a bit. That's because I've embarked on one of those missionary journeys again you guys know that i'm always on the road i'm always about something a mental mindset um having a downtime is you signing up for death so there's always something i'm about there's always something that occupies my front burner part time so if i finish a project trust me there's something else waiting in the fringes and this time again i'm working on another piece and that is another subject that is close to my heart whilst we're talking about subjects that are close to my heart i hope you already have your own copy of prayer works i tell you every time i go through the book i realize that true the holy ghost does inspire his people and i look at the things that are there they weren't products of study they were just products of inspiration what i heard god speak to my heart i penned them down and now they're out there because they blessed me i know they would bless you so that being said prayer works and indeed, every other book that has come out from this table, they're all available on Amazon. And if you don't read them, you will know where I'm coming from. And you will not know how God is dealing with me per time. I know it matters because I know I'm not alone. And because I'm not alone, there is no need for us to grope in darkness. If someone has seen the light, they should call others to come see the light too. That's what I'm, I'm that's what I'm doing. And I pray, my dear sister, my dear friend, my dear brother, I pray that you will find those pieces as interesting as I found them. God bless you. Okay, so I said that we will be talking about diaries, and I'll um in, in trying to explain them, this is what happened. So I just, um, because I couldn't do recordings because I was always on the road and I'm not one of those that will just find a little corner and start to talk into a, a, an electronic piece and all that. I like to be relaxed when I'm doing these things. So, and I haven't had that kind of time in the last week or a couple more days than that. So... But what I could do was look through the notes that I'd written years back and it would interest you what I discovered. Um, I discovered that every single thread that runs through my life, runs through the things that matter to me and all of that. So I'm more sure than ever of what I'm about. Because this thing has existed forever. I mean, I've been doing this thing for 
in different mediums, in different ways, for the last, call it about 40 years, and I'm still doing it. So that, that, that should tell you something. So that being out of the way, the whole of this week, I'm going to be, you know, bringing, opening you up to, or letting you into my diaries the notes that I had um, penned down over time. Um, this one, the one that is for today, I titled, My Grace is Sufficient for You. And um, I did draw a scriptural base for it. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 to 10. The word says, He said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I'm weak, then I am strong. And so I, start to, I started to write, lying on his side and craving some peace. He wondered how long. He had been bedridden for the past six months. He'd run several tests and they all revealed nothing concrete. Yet, he knew he was not well. Some friends had come to visit and they had insinuated he had some secret faults. They had said that God was chosen to judge all those things that he did in the secret. God was deciding to now bring them to the open and God was judging him. Some other friends had advised that he seek some alternative medicine. He searched and searched and searched. He could not come up with a reason why heaven was keeping quiet on his matter. Sammy had been a missionary for 20 years. He had tried his best to stay true to his calling. I mean, he's not, he was not, he's not a perfect person. He wasn't a perfect person. So it's not about him trying to prove his righteousness. He knew that his righteousness were, was all about Jesus, had nothing to do with him. He loved his mission. He adored his master, Jesus. He thought that he and Jesus were tied and heaven would let him in on any matter that was happening. Whether it was around him, in his life, around, you know, he just thought that he and God were that tight. So, that was his thought until six months prior, when he suddenly took ill with this strange ailment. It was that defied all medical solution. He was in a lot of pain and he was clueless as to what was going on about him. Every time he went to God about his matter, he felt like heaven was keeping quiet on him. He was troubled. But what could he do? He had worked with God enough to know that if God was keeping quiet on him, you it doesn't mean that he's not doing anything he's just doing something that he doesn't want you to know about just yet that's not a comfortable place to be in 
but that was where it was and i mean that describes you really there's nothing you can do about it but just stay there in quiet trust that's what isaiah 50 said if you're walking in darkness something is happening around you you don't understand it just hang in there let god determine what would happen to you let's just trust god don't presume on anything don't assume on anything just wait god is not he knows that you are pressed for time he knows that you're in pain he will come through and you know he's never late even though sammy could hardly pull himself out of bed it seemed his healing anointing took a greater dimension there was hardly any matter needing god's healing touch that he prayed for that did not record a miracle oh god what now why are you doing this? Why are you keeping me in the dark? Oh, questions, questions, more questions. And all of them begged answers. His faithful night, though, God chose to answer Sammy and his words were few. God said, trust me, I have you covered. Man, I'm in pain. I don't know what's going on. You and I are supposed to be tight. When you come and say, trust me. Really, God, really? Those were Sam's thoughts. But God is God. Those words had to be enough. He resigned himself, pledged allegiance to God again. And like Job, Job, yes, Job. Job existed before Sammy did. Someone had been in the path that Sammy was having to walk now. Just like people have gone through the same road that you are traveling now. They didn't die on the road. They came out on the other side. And so will you, my dear friend. Job 13.15 says, Though he slay me, yet I will trust in him. But I will maintain my own ways before him. In other words, I'm not going to go and be murmuring. I'm not going to go and be complaining. I mean... After all, what I usually say is, when it was good, who did you call? Now it is bad. Why are you calling us? Please, go and sort yourself out with God. You know? And know this, that First Corinthians 10, 13 says, They have no temptation that are taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. He will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able. But with all the temptation, also make a way of escape. So that you'll be able to bear it. Understand this, my dear friend. There's always a way out. God has you covered. Take heart. Be bold. Be strong. God is with you. His promise to you is that he will never leave you nor forsake you. No matter what you're having to go through, understand this. God is on your side. I love you. God loves you. Let's do this again tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.